So when I'm in the morning, that was was perfect. Chris. Chris. Yay. Oh, my gosh. So me and Zoe, I don't know if you can tell. You probably can. But we are back together. That song was perfectly in sync because we are in person. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so reunited and it feels so good. For real. Um, hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> we're back. After literally like half of a year just being yeah. separated, literally in different continents, mm-hmm. we are back and we're serving you two episodes, hopefully. Yes. Uh, back so. to back. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So before this bitch leaves to, to go to a different continent again, Facts. we decided. Part two. <laughs> part two <laughs> of this year. We decided to give you some real content. And today we're right. going to be talking about a hot new release we are mm-hmm. going to be talking about beyonce's, beyonce's renaissance, renaissance. so okay so we're gonna start with this okay because it's really hard to describe an entire body of music right so okay renaissance came out july 29th um and apparently it's part of a trilogy project which i'm not gonna hold you i was <laughs> like who what the fuck like but yeah yeah. So that's her. Yeah. And yeah. So it's the seventh studio album um, that Beyonce released, which is dope because we have like a lot of history. Right. Like behind us to discuss. Yes. How does it differ from the stuff that she's made? And I think that's a lot of. Oh, mind you. Okay, before we start. <laughs> um, before I start getting into things, um, we did not research this. I feel like we've heard th- things right. through the grapevine, through like Twitter and whatnot. <laughs> But um, <laughs> scholarly articles we are without. Boom. So, right. so yeah, this we, is for the girls, the gays, the vibes. Bitch. Yeah, I don't know. Yep, exactly. So usually we will come into certain things, you know, a little bit more well equipped, more well researched. But this is very this much is so, one of those things. Yeah, <laughs> this is very much so off vibes. Um, so I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, we respect you. Please. Uh, don't jump us. <laughs> don't jump us. Like, we, we're here and we're trying. And we we love our good sis Beyonce. Like, yes. Right, right. So, yeah, a little bit about what we're getting into today. We're going to be talking about sort of Beyonce's purpose with the album or her intent in creating this body of work overall not just part one but maybe getting a little bit into the vision for the trilogy Mm -hmm. um we're going to be talking about influences and how people responded to this specific body of work we're going to talk about how maybe it was perceived you know um by her other in comparison to her other body of works that she's Mm -hmm. put out in the past and we're going to talk about some of the popularity that it's received um, some of the bigger songs that people have really related to and yeah. analyzing why it's popular. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we're going to be discussing our favorites of the album. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, for the artist's intent, mm-hmm. uh, I think one of the first things I noticed with the album was it was very much, it feels like ballroom. Mm-hmm. All the songs, and people took that and ran with it, like right. on TikTok and stuff. Like, yeah. that's really like, Absolutely. Those songs gave that. Not all of them, right? Because I think, what's the slower one? It's like fucking plastic off the couch. Plastic off the couch. Off the sofa. Yeah. Off the sofa. Yep. Like that one I think is a lot slower and stuff. And that you, you know. Yeah. And it's so much more romantic. Mm -hmm. You know, Beyonce just, she just strives to really stretch out that range Mm -hmm. into infinite heights. 
Like actually, she, yeah. that woman will go everywhere, absolutely everywhere. I feel like this album Loki went everywhere. Yes, like it this did. song was like it went crazy. this shit was like so many like you start off and it's like immediately like sounds and stuff and it's like yes. I feel like I'm on a runway. Absolutely. Right. And yeah. I'm like I feel like this is really similar to well, I feel like it came out in a good time because like especially like with monkeypox, like yeah. the way that people are like like spreading misinformation yes. and villainizing the queer community yeah. is fucking horrifying. Yeah. And like like I was mentioning to our least before we started recording how like it reminded me of like how the same way that the queer community was villainized in the 80s mm-hmm. with HIV AIDS mm-hmm. and then like Madonna puts out a song now everything's cool everybody wants to go um to ballroom now everybody's yep. up to that vibe everybody now wants all the to white kiki people are, with the gay. yeah co-opting yep. the language stuff yep. like that and I feel like that's what's happening again where it's like you know, people feel, especially white people, feel so comfortable taking from, like, black queer culture. Mm-hmm. And then, like, how, like, what did you say? You said it was, like, making it, like, digestible? Like, yes, and turning it into something digestible, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, turning it into something more mainstream mm-hmm. so that other, you know, white people and other other people can just, like, relate to it. In a exactly. Way. And it makes it lose its flavor. It makes mm-hmm. it lose its sazón, you know? It makes mm-hmm. it lose what makes it true to its to its own form, you know? Yeah. And, and you experience a loss, in a sense. And it's just, like, we, as the original creators, like, we know what it is, mm-hmm. you know? And we know that the original is better. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, what's mainstream is what has become digestible, you know? Mm-hmm. What the what white people have turned it into, basically. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think going back to Beyonce's, like, purpose for this album and maybe what her intent was, I just really think Beyonce wanted people to shake ass. Yeah. Like, she, <laughs> like, she wanted the girls mm-hmm. to get up this summer and... And did. Yeah. And I'm did. Up. I mean, like... I'm up and stuck. Like, I'm, I'm up and stuck. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's our title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is our title for this episode. Bitch, I am up and, and I am stuck. stuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, she wanted people to shake ass. And I mean, I think that that really did come across because she even posted this TikTok with, like, a compilation mm-hmm. of people, like, doing a dance to break my yeah. soul. Like, a choreographed dance to break my soul. Mm-hmm. So she really, yeah, I just think she really wanted to get people moving and, um really just have fun because I feel like also a lot over in recent years I, I, I think I discussed this with like the um, the rise of like rom-coms and like mm. the fall of like rom-coms in our previous episode mm. I talked about how we kind of we live in a society <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society where it's just like we we gotta be sad all the time and you know mm-hmm. depression you know you gotta be depressed you gotta be sad yeah um in order to really, like, relate to people and connect with people. I mean, just think about how people on TikTok, they be just, like, posting stuff with them, like, crying and, like, you know, sharing their stories. And, of course, those things are valuable and they're necessary and they're needed, like, you know, to to cultivate, like, our culture and, like, to relate to one another, of course. the human experience is more than that. Yes! The human... Bitches are happy sometimes. Sometimes I'm happy. Sometimes I am up. (laughs) Sometimes I'm up. Yeah. And, yeah, like, that's... It's also good to show that and it's... 
it's good to connect with that. And I think, yeah, Beyonce just wanted to get the girls up, wanted to get the girls happy, mm-hmm. you know, and she was doing that in so many different ways, and that's the versatility of this album. Like, she really, there's some songs that are just so good and are so, like, well-connected to one another mm-hmm. that it's just like, you don't even know that you that went you into a different song. song. Yeah, yeah, I love albums like, like that. that was so perfect. The transitions between the songs are so perfect. And... She really, yeah, I just think she really accomplished, you know, getting the girls up so well. Because it's, it's just like, when you're in a club, you you experience something to that degree. Like, mm. that same sensation of like, oh, you don't even know the, that you're going right. into the next song. And that's like the sign of a good mix, right? Because mm-hmm. it exactly. just so It's so smooth and it's so seamless. So she really made something for the clubs, like for the girls mm-hmm. to get ready and party Party's too. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that was really, like, her purpose in yeah. putting out this album, especially yeah. in the summertime. Yeah. And I think also, like, a lot of the lyrics are very, like, they're supposed to inspire confidence, right? Yeah. Like, very motivational, very mm-hmm. much, like, you come first, you mm-hmm. got this You're bitch. a bad You're bitch. You're a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. That girl. That girl. You know, forever that girl. Too stuff like classy that. for this world. Exactly. Yes. Like, stuff like that. Because it's, like... At first, I remember I saw this tweet that was like, ain't no way I'm about to tell uh, a billionaire tell me <laughs> to quit my fucking job. And I'm not going to lie, I came into that <laughs> album. Think about that. Mm-hmm. I was like, what that the fuck she about to tell me right now, mm-hmm. miss? I have, you know, like, uh, I don't even want to talk about, like, you have. Miss some, Billionaire? Yeah, like. Miss Honey? Right. <laughs> Miss, I own, like, what, half a title? Or is that just Jay-Z? Like, Can't they split that shit? <laughs> yeah, like, so, like, you see, Blue Ivy got a freaking Grammy and the hoes is struggling. Right. Like, she's, she's good. She don't need to quit her job. That's like, what I'm saying. So I was like, but then on the flip side, I'm like, okay, but people make things that other people want to hear. Yeah. So it makes sense that now there's so much, like, conversation about, like, people, like, with COVID, mm-hmm. not putting up with their boss's shit anymore. Mm. And now, put like, places that are, like, the higher minimum wage workers are mm-hmm. struggling to find people, like, restaurants. Mm-hmm. Bitch, Target's. Mm. Like, my friend works at Target. Hoes just leaving. Mm-hmm. Left and right. Left and right, bro. The boss left for, like, a week. Yeah. He said, he told my son, oh, don't, <laughs> you know, stay in the team. Nah. No. Four people done left. It's been, yeah. it's day three. You're not doing more than you're required to do in your exactly. job. Exactly. And, and Beyonce knows that. And Beyonce knows that. Right, because it's like you keep up with mm-hmm. the times. And then also, a lot of times, there's, like, conversations about how artists, like, fade out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because they're not keeping up with what's going on, what what the people want to hear yes. based on like what what our lives are like yes. and I feel like this is representative of like okay you peep what's going on mm. and this is what we need we need motivation this, we need upbeat this to me is the mark of a true artist and I feel yeah. like I learned that not to be that bitch that's like oh my god I went abroad uh. <laughs> but like I feel like really like going abroad I like taking the classes that I took I learned that like the mark of a true artist is like someone who is truly like sensitive yeah. and in tap and in tune to like girl I don't know the earth's vibrations and like you know every and just sensitive to people as well and just very aware of people and very aware of like their stories and their feelings and yeah just that as I don't know being in tune to the earth's vibrations yeah. and so that's why I feel like you know a lot of the great um like a lot of brilliant minds if you think about it started in music mm-hmm. like if you look at their backgrounds they have like backgrounds as like piano players yeah. like composers like you know People who are just really in tune with, like, the environment around them. And I feel like B, she just, you know, she keeps, 
she keeps going higher and higher. Like, there's just no limit for her. So mm-hmm. I think that she really does recognize it. So it's not just her perfectionism, you know, her herself as a perfectionist, as a Virgo. She don't just be, <laughs> like, like, adjusting, you know, and trying to br- give out something perfect. But she's also, you know, as an artist, looking to reflect what's happening around yeah. her and really tapping into that Scorpio moon, like, sensitive, you know, part of her. Yeah, no, like, not to make this about astrology, but that bitch made Virgo's group, so. Like, right. That's another thing, too, I realized, like, adding on to your point of, like, kind of peeping, like, where the world is going, Mm -hmm. TikTok has such a big influence on the music industry. Yeah, so a lot of for better or for worse, child. Right, and, right, that's where you kind of went with it. Because people are now making music Mm. that they know is like, oh, people can make a TikTok artist. Yep. Bro, what? Bored in the house and I'm in the house? Bored? (laughs) First off, (laughs) I know you made that for the TikTok. Right. But we can hear it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just be sitting in the house, I'll be like, damn, baby, you so so turned it to blame it on Michelle Obama's like her whole get up her whole get up and move initiative eating healthy initiative initiative. the woman she had kids up and moving so you know her and Beyonce they they was in their twinum shit and they were like wait we need to get the girls up we need to get the girls up cause she did she did wasn't that like a school in Brooklyn girl I don't know like I said not nary a piece of research for this episode so 
<laughs> we're here on just pure vibes. Yeah. <laughs> pure vibes. But yeah, Beyonce been wanting to get the girls yeah. up. Beyonce drew a lot of influence from queer culture overall, I would say. Sure. I think that a, a big part of the album was not only like releasing like ballroom music, but she did take a lot of inspiration from like the soundtracks that would play in those in in balls mm-hmm. in the 80s and the 90s mm-hmm. you know um and the way the place was sounded that's yes absolutely like um and the way they felt like she really just captured that energy and wanted to bring that back into clubs like mm-hmm. so yeah it was it was just it's it was all very real and i think a real life influence that she had was her uncle johnny yeah. who she stated what was it? Oh, yeah, when she got that award, she was like, oh, this is from my Uncle Johnny. This is, um, I think she said something like, oh, like, this is, like, the most fabulous gay man I've ever known. Yeah. Something like that. that was really cool. But, yeah, something very sweet, like, along those lines. And she, of course, shouts him out. Um, mm-hmm. Girl, which song is that? Is that Heated? Ooh. Sure. We're, yeah, I think it's Heated because, you know, that's, that's, that's the song I'll be screaming the most. But we will get to that. Yeah, let's check. But... Yeah, she has a sign called um, Uncle Johnny Made My Dress. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was just really cute because Solange also posted a picture posting, like, what Uncle... Like, he who, did, you're right. Yeah, like, what Uncle Johnny meant to her. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that specific line in Heated is just is really cute. And, yeah, she just... She made something for the, the gays, the days, and the she's. And we love that. <laughs> we love that. We absolutely love that. And so she also drew influences from. Girl, I forgot. On top of all that, I feel like people definitely like. I don't know. They, I still see like people making like videos like mm-hmm. on TikTok with like alien superstars. Yeah, stuff. like I still see it. So yeah, so it was very like highly well received. Yeah, and of course anything Beyonce puts out is gonna be very well received. Like that's that's an artiste. That's a perfectionist. It's like, large, like her yeah. sco- like her stretch is so large. Mm-hmm. So like I think about that. I feel like every album really like ever since like Destiny's Child has had at least like one hit mm-hmm. for real. Like. One hit for, and I mean, like, minimum. It's, it's always gonna do, she's always gonna do yeah. numbers. She's always gonna do numbers. Those billboard hits, <clears throat> those chart toppers. Yeah. Beyonce's always gonna do it. She's been doing it for decades. Yeah. And, and I feel like she also, like, is really good at encapsulating the sound of an era. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. she sat, like, with Destiny Child, like, she, like, they sounded like the mm-hmm. 90s, right? And then, like, with, um, what's it called? Um, for like it, you know, you and your friends, right? Yes. So that sounded like very much what was being put out. Um, Countdown also sounded mm-hmm. like that poppy kind of stuff, right? Yes. Like, um, and then now, I just really feel like the the like modeling. I don't know. It ties into the fact that we have like such um, a emphasis on like aesthetics and how sound and mm-hmm. view mm-hmm. and then how you see something connect if that makes sense so like mm-hmm. okay um it's really fa- it's really popular to like put your outfit on tiktok yeah right it's really popular to do your makeup on t- everything mm-hmm. is content yeah what does content need music yeah right? so it's like it makes sense and then the kind of music that you would use is this yeah. right and then that, the lyrics also reflect that yeah something right? that makes you feel beautiful mm-hmm. you know you would want to utilize that for 
you know, your beauty concept mm-hmm. video. Like, it's just, it's just, it makes sense. It's mathematics. Exactly. Like, yeah. And so I think, you know, with this body of work in particular, she really wanted to execute that. And it really makes me wonder, like, what she's going to put out in the future. Like, yeah. what does part what two and part three going to look like? Like, right. is it going to be, like, something for the summertime? Is it going to reflect, like, you know, whenever else she decides to put it out? Like, whatever, right whatever it decides mm-hmm. to come out, like, will it easily as represent that time? You know, what made her want to choose this as part one, you know? Mm-hmm. What was her intent in that you know and so I feel like we can really get that overall if we you know describe the experience like after getting all three you know Mm -hmm. that's that's the only way we can articulate it properly is Mm -hmm. like once we get all three bodies of work we can really look at what what makes the story yes you know what the story is and really look at how you know this era compares to all the other different eras that she's had before mm-hmm. besides looking at how you know this album was received and besides looking at you know the context and the influence of like outside forces and all that um i think that that's that's how we're gonna like sort of really mark this album mm-hmm. by you know contextualizing it and just being like what is this doing for people mm-hmm. you know that's 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 a good part of i think reviewing an album overall and so, yeah, I think that that's a big part of of her mark as an artist. Yeah, definitely. Also, yeah. like I think how she um, represents culture is really cool because mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like and this is so like apart from obviously like queer culture and ballroom, but mm-hmm. like like universally though, like um, what is it the the I keep getting the fucking name of the sofa one. Um, plastic, plastic off the sofa. Off the sofa. Thank you. Plastic <laughs> off the sofa. That shit, as a title, is so genius to me. Because, Very like, much. It's it's about vulnerability. Yeah. So, and then that's and think about it. Like when your family has plastic on the sofa, they don't trust nobody nope. in the crib. They don't trust nobody don't in the house. Trust you. There's, there's get the plastic currently on my sofa right now. Yeah, because and let's our, our lady does not trust you. <laughs> she don't. I'm sorry. Already, <laughs> I was like, this bitch is gonna make a mess of yeah. my. I got three kids. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not fooling around with this couch. Exactly. Like, I'm not playing. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. So like, and then the song is describing how like I'm really happy that you're able to be vulnerable with me. Yes. I'm happy that you're able to take the plastic off of your sofa. Yes. You oh know, goodness, like I can. Yes. You're not. Yeah, and it's just mm-hmm. oh my god, it's just so nice. Yeah. Um, but that's a reference that you would only get if yes, that it, was your experience. Yes, and if you were like living in this community, like yeah. Beyonce, Which the cool. woman that you are, like mm-hmm. yes, the artist that you are, like she gets it. She makes exactly. music for the people, but it's somehow like it's just everyone gets something out of it. Yeah, you know? everybody, everybody, mm-hmm. like that, and that's yeah, it's a mark of a true artist for sure. That's why Jordan Peele. We're about to talk. We're about to get into it next episode. Yeah. But that's why Jordan Peele does so well, like exactly. mainstream wise. To think about everything that happened within Get Out, you know, like that was such a big commercial hit. Huge. And you know, white people were in theaters, Kiki King. Isn't that crazy? It's the it's the it's the <laughs> on Twitter we're like, oh, it's only something comedy. I was like, comedy. It's comedy. Why were you laughing? Why were you laughing? I know why I was laughing. Yeah. Why were you why? laughing? Why is that funny to you? <laughs> Huh? The call is Peter? coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside of the house, and you kicking in the theater. But he made <laughs> Jordan Peele made the movie in a way where it's just like the the audience that he made it for 
you know, we got it. We got the music. We got everything yeah. about it. But also, audiences, like, everywhere across the board, no matter what race, were just like, yeah, I love this. Mm-hmm. Because it's real storytelling. It's good storytelling. Exactly. Effective storytelling. And that's what Beyonce accomplished with this album. Mm-hmm. And I think the true mark of it as well is the popularity of this album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's gotten really big, not only because of TikTok as, like, an avenue, which, you know, separates it from, like, other eras of, exactly. of Beyonce, you know? Yeah, because like, they have the same, like, what's it called? Vehicle for, mm-hmm. like, explosion. Yes. Right? Like, it was yes. like the radio, right? It yeah. It was lit on the radio. Yeah. You know, it came up on your Pandora, but, like, yeah. Yeah. now it's like, I'm yeah. scrolling through my shit, and I'm like, yeah. I'm that girl, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, forever I'm that girl, and Beyonce definitely made that with this in mind, and so I think it's, also, it's just really important to analyze, like, why are some of these songs, like, so big? Like, why are some of these songs such a hit? Like, right. Alien Superstar, I'm allowed to hear that everywhere, not only because of TikTok, but I think it ties back to what we were talking about before. Like, mm-hmm. you want to feel beautiful, you are yeah. going to listen to that song. Especially you know? now, like, oh, this is so, like, these times are so scary, and, like, mm-hmm. I saw this tweet that was like, um, I don't know what's going on. I just control like the outfits. Mm-hmm. That's really how it be feeling. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, there's such a feeling of helplessness right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, absolutely. So it's like, okay, the only thing I can tr- can control is how I feel inside. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna want the content that I'm that I'm consuming to reflect that positive vibe. So if you're making music for that, yeah, I'm gonna listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, it's about mental health at this point, and that's, it seems like that's also part of what she's, like, advocating for. Yes. Especially in Break My Soul. Yeah. So it's like... Yes, yes. And I think that that's definitely part of the reason why that was a big hit, too. Other than the fact that it's, like, a summertime hit, so it's just, like, you're obviously going to get up and get moving. Right. But, yeah, that that's just such a, a big part of that, and... Some other big songs like Church Girl, I think. Ooh, ooh, very good. Also, like, excellent sort of commentary on, like, I don't know, a specific type of experience that that you realize when once you're in. Why do I want to say in contact? Trying to sound, trying to make it sound like I don't know what I've talked to somebody with COVID, but like, (laughs) I just mean like. Like once you're around church people, yeah. especially, and you know, you know, we all knew B grew up yeah. in Houston. Oh yeah. So she 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 knew about the church. She was going, you know. Mm-hmm. Tina had her going to church on Sunday. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Tina Tina took her to church, and so she grew up like you know around, you know, all types of yeah. la- like people in the black community, like within the the church community, mm-hmm. like within and their the ideals. religious community and their ideals. And I just think that she really sort of captured, like, with Church Girl, like, the sort of, I don't know, the innate kind of judginess and self-righteousness mm-hmm. that sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> your girl is Christian. So, <laughs> I I understand. Mm-hmm. But that sometimes you can encounter within the church, you know, yeah. a lot of judgy, self-righteous people. And so I feel like Beyonce, she just really, she just really got it and was like, we all need to be humble and we all need to drop it like a thotty. Because <laughs> we can. Because, because we, we can. can. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> because we can't That's drop it. it like a body. So, like, let's all be humble. Let's all, like, not judge each other. And because yeah. we can we can all shake ass in this club right now and have exactly. fun. Like, I think the main message of the song in particular was just, like, have fun, girl. Like, let yeah. loose. We don't have yes. to. We don't have to, like, unclench. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's the summertime. Let's just. Let's just move and let's right. just groove. Release them booty cheeks. Stop. <laughs> Please. Like, we don't have to be haters all the time. Yeah. We don't got to be haters. And I think that's, and that's being from the city. Energy. It hits. Yes. Because all of us got some haterade in us. You know, yes. You know, we have that, that little stuck face, mm-hmm. you know, where it's just like looking at people sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have to remember, church girl, don't hurt nobody. Like, yeah. Relax. <laughs> relax. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that that, that was a hit. I'm that girl. Like. Very. As an opener, Beyonce, the artist that you are, the woman that <laughs> you are, she just ate that. And the video is coming up too, I believe, right? Yeah, She yeah. just re- released like a video with it, like a, a visual of like all of the videos mm-hmm, that she mm-hmm. wants to put out, which is like pure insanity. No, like she yeah. looks so stunning in each and every one of those visuals like mm-hmm. oh she ate that she ate that mm-hmm. no crumbs on that plate um but yeah i'm really, yeah, that's I'm a really strong opener very much very much these motherfuckers ain't stopping me and she knows there are no limits to what beyonce can do and beyonce knows that right it's beyonce's um, world and we're all just and we're it. all just living in it um, what's another one of the really big songs that you think she's ever heard? Definitely. The most popular of the album, you would say? Alien Superstar. Yeah, Alien Superstar is just, it's that girl. It's, yeah. it's super big. That's the first thing. Um, yeah. I think America has a problem is also. America has a problem. Ooh. Listen. Dun, 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 when, dun. Ooh. when I, like, st- like, started that song, I was like, okay, hold on now. Because so, do you, what, like, at first I was like, oh, what you trying to say here? That's so good. Like, what, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. How are you Cause to show me the problem? The problem, yeah. Show me? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But she just, she gobbled, per usual. Like, she yeah. ate that. I remember I first listened to that song, I was like, whoa. Because I, I was I was doing my work, I was on my grind, and I was listening to the song, and I was like, whoa. I actually physically had to stop, because I was like, wait. This is something different. And I look at the track name, and I'm like, America has a problem. Whoa. <laughs> and I knew she was going to eat it, because I remember mm-hmm. the night before it released, I saw the track list, and I was like, whoa, America has a problem. Is about to have the girls, like, awakening. Quaking. Yeah. And very much it did, because I listened to the song, and I was like, yeah. That bridge goes absolutely insane. What is it? 2480 off the track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them right back. She brought me right back to life. <laughs> Tell me if you want to get... Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I, I couldn't get that out of my head for, like, yeah. literal weeks. I couldn't listen to nothing else besides this album for, like, actual weeks. It's only right now, honestly, where I'm just, like, starting to listen to other things. Because mm-hmm. this is a body of work. Um, so, yeah, this heated, heated, ate it, ate it, ate it, ate it. Um... Very good songs. And again, Beyonce with that bridge, she's going mm-hmm. to digest every time. I also feel like Virgo's Groove. That was sweet. It's very sweet. And I feel like it also is pretty popular. You know, the astrology girls, they had yeah. to they had to love it. They had to stand. 
Um, I like it too. I like it a lot. And I feel like that song made the rest of the album feel like a roller coaster. Mm. So like, alright, like mm-hmm. you know, she wilds out on some songs, yeah. she's chilling on some songs, and then I was like, that's okay. just a Scorpio moon in her. <laughs> right, like um, you're right. really along for the ride. Like you know Very how much. It, it reminded me, you know how Travis Scott's um, Astro World that mm-hmm. felt like a roller coaster. No, yeah, like that. You know, wow, yeah. so it was like that. It's like this yeah. is a journey, mm-hmm. like it feels. Mm-hmm. And you know, and there's always been that famous quote that Beyonce put out in that interview where she's just like, "Artists do not make bodies of work anymore. They put out these quick little singles oh, yeah. and they burn out." Like mm-hmm. to, to quote, to quote mm-hmm. mother, you know that <laughs> that's literally what she said. And she consistently puts out bodies right, of, of work. work. She puts out bodies of work, and you can really hear, you know, how she's evolved and what sticks and what doesn't. And I really think Lion King, um, what's what's the name of the album? Black is King. Black, Black is King. And the visuals that she came uh-huh. out with that stunning, mm-hmm. stunning, stunning, um, that came out in oh Disney Plus, I believe. Yeah, that was it, gorgeous, it was really. gorgeous. And you can hear that in this album. Yeah. You can hear that in energy. Love energy. Yeah. Like, you can really hear that in energy and throughout different parts of the album. Like, mm-hmm. she really decided to keep up with that sound and to stay true to it, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I think what that what makes, what separates her from, like, regular artists, braggadocio, is, like, mm-hmm. Beyonce's vulnerability. Yes. Absolutely. Like, because, like, for example, or even, like, in Black is King, right? Like, there are songs that are so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was, like, like, there was one where she's, like, holding the baby, the visual, like, holding the baby on the beach and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, it felt like, girl, did you have a miscarriage? Like, mm-hmm. like that, that felt like that was what the story was mm-hmm. or whatever. And <clears throat> being able to represent what that feels like through music. Yes. Um, yeah. Even if that was or wasn't her experience. Yeah. That felt, like, to me, very accurate. It was on what other women around me had told me. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, when, she's, when she did that song with her husband... <clears throat> where it was like, or even just in this album, this album's a lot of like, okay, I'm that girl, that Miss Pearl. Yes. But, you know, we come back down and we start mm-hmm. talking about, you know, her role relationships. Mm-hmm. We start talking about um, the people in her life that inspired her. We start talking yeah. about her relationship to her community. Like, mm-hmm. th- like it's all weaved in in a way where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you're not just somebody that is just kind of like, yeah, look you, at my money, look at yes, my money. Look, look at, at my, my money, money, look at my wealth. Yeah. Which is like such a big part of like celebrity culture, yeah. of course. Like, it's, it's Especially, been part of it forever. Because yeah. she don't be talking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, yeah, I, I really. Speak. Right. So she really, that's part of what really like, he, like retains her like goddess status yes. almost. Because she's one of the celebrities that really does feel unattainable. Because yes. she don't be tweeting like that. Like, you mm-hmm. know how other celebrities tweet and it's like more of a conversation, mm-hmm. whatever. I, she doesn't have not, no caption, no. nothing. She doesn't say, oh, comment, this, is that. No, yeah, baby. None of it, none of it. None, right? none of it. So it's like, yes. these songs are the only time that we get to see, like, you know what? What is your relationship with your husband like? Yeah. What was Uncle Johnny to you? Yeah. What is the relationship with your community? Yeah. How does this feel to get, like, does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So it's all we cling on music. to it harder. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it makes it mean more as mm-hmm. well, too, because it's like when you open your mouth, you know, which is something that everybody does nowadays. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to open their mouth. Yeah. And that's Everyone's why nobody, nobody can hear nothing, child. Um, <laughs> so that's what makes it more valuable. When she opens her mouth, she has something to say. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it sticks with people. It sticks with people because she is in tune to, like, the world around her. And she mm-hmm. is present, you know, within her relationships, within her family, within her community. And 
look, I, I will say it again and again throughout this episode, that is the mark of a true artist. Like, mm-hmm. this is mother. She was very motherly. <laughs> and, yeah, she just, she just ate this completely and has evolved so much from what we knew in our childhoods, you know, when we were listening to Crazy in Love mm-hmm. at, like, I don't know, child seven, like, five, yeah. I don't know. But listening to that song and watching her, you know, on our TV screens, you know, Mm -hmm. for music videos and stuff like that, it really does mean so much. And, you know, we've been able to continue to stand, um, you know, from a distance in theory, (laughs) not necessarily in practice. Mm -hmm. We're not Bay High Child, but we love love Bay. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, it's really been able... We've really been able to continue with her because of the fact that she doesn't speak, you know, Mm -hmm. like other celebrities. Just... When I open their mouth constantly, we mm-hmm. we we follow Beyonce because she follows the blueprint of like you know successful PR people before her. You know mm-hmm. successful musicians beforehand. They we didn't pick apart their brains for what yeah. for what they did. We listened to them for their music. You exactly. know what they gave us, and it's only really like a recent thing with the development of like technology and how journalism has sort of changed its trajectory over mm-hmm. the last twenty years. And how it's adapted to, like, the advancement of technology. It's only now that we really pry into the lives of these people, which have so much wealth, you know? Yeah. But I feel like they let us more now. Yeah. Because before, paparazzi used to be crazy. Because that's how you can build on crazy. it, though. Oh, absolutely. You know? So it's crazy, yeah. too. Like, your come-up is during a time mm-hmm. where people are shoving cameras in your face. Yep. And you're still secret. Like, how? Mm-hmm. How do you still manage yeah. to? And that ties into your point about, like, having, like, you know, expert PRs and learning mm-hmm. from that. Yep. Because it's like, if I learn from such a horrible time, mm-hmm. right, such very shitty and destructive tabloids, yeah. how to navigate that, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing that because I don't trust y'all. Mm-hmm. People yeah. are so quick to attack people um, yeah. for just chilling in the street, gaining a couple extra pounds because of yeah. COVID. Like, I'm good, oh, man. man. Ooh. That was such yeah. a dark time. That, I, is, yeah, that was much. really disgusting very much like we didn't need that we actually on top of everything else especially because it's like okay this celebrity gained weight but so did i so what does that say about me it's like that's not okay yeah you know what i mean so very shitty so that's i think very fucking like i don't know because i've always wanted to be a private person yeah could not be me though yeah like i feel like but me is that through mm -hmm. and through like exactly and i wonder if that's like tough or like if it just comes easy because it's been like what year 30 yeah woman's career like late 30 right mm-hmm. oh my god because she's like she's been 40, in it forever no she's late almost 30. 40 yeah so yeah. she's been in this bitch technically since like a kid but destiny's child was like yeah in her 20s yeah yeah so crazy you've crazy, been doing crazy. this for a while a while that's a yeah. long ass career yeah her longevity is is insane mm-hmm. she she built a name for herself mm-hmm. um so yeah beyonce we love you and a couple of our favorite songs off of the album. I think for me personally, it's definitely Alien Superstar, mm-hmm. Energy, Church Girl. Jesus, that run is crazy because it really is. It really is back to back. It really is back to back excellence. Like Alien Superstar, Dropping Energy, like Church Girl, <laughs> Heated. Heated is definitely my favorite off of this entire same. album. It goes insane. Cuff it. I think Ooh. Cozy was really cute. Cozy was cute. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm I'm comfortable in who I am. Yep. Very nice. Thick was yeah. cool. Thick was cool. Thick was yeah. cool. Yeah. Thick, thick was a good song. So I'm like too. thick. 
Summer Renaissance is incredible. She was in her, what was it, Donna Summer? Yeah. Her bag. It really felt, yeah. Ooh. And America Has a Problem, obviously, is also my favorite. Like, it's too, it's too many to Move count. Move was cool. This is a body of work, no. which it just, it just, it hit all the bases. So it's mm-hmm. just like, I, I can list, like, my favorites, you know, but it's like, it all goes crazy. Mm-hmm. It all goes crazy, and it all feels so connected to one another, mm-hmm. and it just works, you know? Yeah, it just goes. It goes hard. Okay, let's film this outro. Um, Thanks, bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we can actually promote what the fuck the next episode gonna be, right? On this episode, right? Because we have it. So our next episode is gonna be on Nope. Um, I'm definitely super, 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 super excited to start talking about horror because anyone who knows me personally knows that I'll really, like, I'll really, I'll really bust it down for a Please, really good horror movie. Bitch is wearing a child's play I, yeah, on brand. shirt on brand. with Chucky on it right now. Yeah, that I stole from the mall. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, period. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really excited. Um, we're gonna be talking about because I feel like that was also a movie that. A lot of people walked out and were like, yo, what the fuck did I just watch? Right. And we're about to tell you what the fuck you just watched. Yep. Um, <laughs> so stay tuned. Keep it cute. Yeah. Uh, Moral yeah. of the story is go, go stream. Go stream go Renaissance. Go stream Renaissance. Not like we got to tell you, but girl, go stream it. And right, right. You probably you know, already heard it. Shoot. Be up in these streets. Be up in that club safely, of course. Right. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. We love you. Be sure to follow us on all of our platforms, mm-hmm. girl. We be we don't be doing that. We? <laughs> we, yeah. we never we never say our at names or oh. anything. Oh, oh well. Um, our podcast Insta is is Ari and Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. Ari and Zoe. Ari and Zoe. Um. So go follow us on there. Go follow us our personal our separate Insta. Accounts. Yeah. Um I'm on Twitter a lot. My name is just it's just at Arlies mm-hmm. underscore. And then I'm Zoeo, but S O W E Y A underscore. That's not my name. I feel like a lot of people think nah nah, you know I'm gonna take the time to click. My name is not spelled like that. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> Thing on my stuff, like, oh, so, 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 so,